This is Channel 253 Sports. Hey, this is Garth Loggery. You're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. Hey everybody, this is Steve and you are listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Today is Monday, February 26, 2018 and boy is a lot of crap happened this week. Uh, in studio we have Tim Hamilton and Nate Bowling and we're going to dispense with the pleasantries and we're just going to get right into it. Nathan, how's your week? I'm mad in advance. Tim, your week? Been kind of a rough week. It has been a rough week, hasn't it? Oh my goodness. Um, so the first thing I think that, that happened was the Santa Tecla match. Um, yeah, that was definitely a, a heavy sigh producer right there, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we, uh, of course, um, uh, we, we exited the game, um, two to one, uh, to their credit and, uh, we did get the away goal. So thank goodness for that. That's a, almost an equal score. We got beat by fat Sean Paul. We <laughs> we got beat by a um, an out of shape USL team. Would you say that's a good characterization, Nathan? So here's the thing: we've been billing and we've been sold a bill of goods about Champions League. And they're like, "This is the year we compete with Mexico." I'm sorry, but like, if you cannot beat a bunch of hum during jabronis away there or anything, like, don't don't talk to me about Honduran. Sorry, Salvadoran. Thank you. Apologies. When Mexican teams come to the United States, they thump American teams 3-0, 4-0. I believe we got beat. It just, ah. mm, 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 mm. I, it's, so here's the thing for me, and I'll shut up immediately. Uh, <laughs> I've missed, I've missed sounder, sounder soccer. I really have. But I forgot how much I hate the way sounder soccer makes me feel. And like that performance and what, and losing Jordan Morris in, in, in the midst of it. That's the second reason. So again, it's uh, Monday, February 26th, and we have learned today that Jordan Morris is also going to be out for five to six months with uh, an ACL tear. No, no, he's six, out the no, season. He's out for this. So they said six to nine months, and then they said today that they are just, he's out for the season. Oh, for There's no months to it. So we will, the next time we see him will be February, next March year. 2019. Okay. They well, pulled the plug on him so that uh, the Aflac can kick in and pay his salary <laughs> to get him off the books, put him on the IR. Sabbath true. So, um, we also learned today <laughs> getting that, that Steve's at Kawani money now. Oh, fuck. What did that out? So, we also learned today that the front office doesn't apparently have a plan or intend to form a plan to replace this missing striker. And I think that has some impacts on our uh, formation selection and our strategy going forward. Would you say that's true, Tim? Yeah. Uh, according to the uh, press conference dealio at Starfire, um, Garth was like, hey, man, I don't want to ruin the, the hearts and feelings of the, the guys in the locker room. They're really solid guys. 
<laughs> he basically believes that this is the same team without Morris that went, you know, lost two games at home all season, lost like one game or two games in the second half of the season, the team that got to the finals and then uh, did not win the trophy. But he's basically saying, I don't want to hurt the guy's feelings by keep replacing them, but did it to Brad all like throughout his career. <laughs> um, so I, I'm fine. Just, just, Put the ball in the back of the net, start winning some games, and everything's fine. Yeah. But, but so, well, damn we, it, we you show me a team in world football. This week. Sorry. I'm no, still, go for it. Yeah, yeah. You show me a team in world football <laughs> who loses their plan starting forward and goes, this will be fine. Like, it's hogwash. <laughs> if Altador went down tomorrow, Toronto would be in the market. And I'm just, I'm sick of it already. Like, the complacency <laughs> of it all. Like, damn it. If you look at our depth chart, right? If you look at our depth chart in the 4-2-3-1, we essentially have three of our penciled in number one starters and positions out. Liram out, Alonzo out, Morris out. Uh-huh. We have Rodriguez who either coach's decision or wasn't well enough to travel to um Santa Tecla. And we have Torres, coach's decision or whatever wasn't really to travel to Santa Tecla and then Clint Dempsey. Are we looking at your four two three one chart or the Sounder at Heart four two three one? We're looking chart? at the Sounder for, for credit, we're looking at the Sounder at Heart uh four two three one chart. Okay. Thanks, Dave. What about Wolfie? I don't know. He's on, yeah, he's on the, he's on the, uh, MLS and the, the Sounders roster, at least. He's on the roster part, so he's part of the team. I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about where he plays. I've heard no he plays idea. out wide, heard he plays central, heard he plays up top, but like, I just. As soon as he starts getting minutes, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Some of the talk we heard in the offseason was that the team was going to move to a 4-4-2 diamond. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're moving to a diamond 4-4-2, you need two forwards. Okay. Our two forwards right now are Will Bruin and Clint Dempsey. And we also have. Adekoya. K. Lamar Nagel. K. S2. And that's it. And so like, I'm, I'm sorry. If your team like, oh, that's fine. Like, we don't like, like, no. Like, I, 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 that's I, a li- sharp drop off. I like Garth Lagerway. We had a gay old time laughing at YachtCon, but, uh, nah, fam. Like, that's, that's, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. It's complacent. I'm for, sorry. For argument's sake. Uh huh. For argument's sake. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When did Oba leave the team? About now. And that was. What year was that? 2016? I don't know. I, I we, like it's been about two years. We it? had a horrible beginning of the season and uh-huh. a miraculous turnaround. I My heart can't take that anymore. Uh-huh. But it, so it ended, ended positively, so I'm going to hope for that. But this bullshit about morale, I'm not done. This bullshit about morale, the Seattle Seahawks were punching each other in the face the night before kicking the shit out of the Denver Broncos. So I'm okay with the, the locker room not being... Uh, all smile and handshaking right. and, and singing kumbaya. Way to go, tough kids. Yeah. I want guys looking over their shoulder like, if I don't perform today, oh, well, I'm going to be replaced. Somebody's I don't want the guys job. like, oh, shucks, I missed the tap and always me. Golly gee. No, I want you to feel it. I want you to hate it as much as the rest of us in the stands do. And of course they do, but it's, I mean, I need you to wear your emotions on your sleeve like I do. Uh, here's the thing for me <laughs> is that we are in an arms race against Atlanta. Toronto, I'll, I'll say it's tough right now, against Atlanta and Toronto. And the LA's. And if I, uh, I, I think the Siggy experiment's a hot, is, a, is a hot mess, but I, maybe I'm Oh, wrong. okay. But if we look at the moves that they've made this offseason, and look at the moves that we've made this offseason, I, I, I don't, there's nothing that we've done that's made us better than Toronto. We've done nothing to improve our roster, in my opinion, that makes us any better than Toronto. And if we face them again in MLS Cup, uh, we will lose to them again in MLS Cup. Now, we've, we've that, done. That being said, they're going to say this team, you know, 
didn't lose much in the second half of the season. I was there. They lost. This, this team climbed and, and we competed. And mm-hmm. uh-huh. So we've got a couple of games coming up this week. Uh, we have the second leg of the Santa Tecla match, and we have the we have the MLS uh, opening game uh, at CenturyLink against LAFC. And a little bit later in the show, we have Jerry from Heart of LAFC podcast uh, to talk about that experience and their experience as a podcast with no team for the past uh, year. And uh, it's a really great interview, so we look forward to uh, sharing that with you. Now let's get back to Dragon Garth Lagerway. Well, okay, let's let's talk about that. I mean, is it is it our expectations? I mean, are we, do we have this false sense of superiority and net worth I, of our ownership? How much did we pay to get into this league? Thirty eight mil, thirty five mil. So there, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what that what that price tag was ten years ago. I just don't. And my next thing is. How deep are the pockets of these kids? Uh, we're competing with billionaires, and maybe we're just ballers on a budget. So, well, are you are you making the the front office's cheap argument? I am looking at it. Uh, see, I, I i i don't i don't buy the front office's cheap argument because we're playing Clinton Dempsey's much damn money. Um, <laughs> it's 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 for me. It's just it's it's. I'm not going to say lack of ambition, but like, I think there's a significant lack of imagination. Um, so, I mean, if we're going back to a four, four, two with, with Dempsey is the point of that diamond. I'm okay with that as long as he's not in the middle, but it didn't fucking work. Well, when didn't it work though? The diamond is different than, than just Ziggy's four, four, two. No, it's the, 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 there was a Ziggy four, four, two Dempsey diamond. Was there not? I don't recall that. 14, 15. I recall Dempsey. Sorry. I recall Ziggy tried to run the diamond, but that was back when we had uh, Adam Moffat. Um, as one we of definitely that, had, yeah, yeah, that we had Moffat. That, that was th- that was early. Time. That was the early Dempsey. Yeah, we were still doing the diamond when Dempsey came on. Well, I don't necessarily want to jump down pessimism mountain. I guess what I'm saying is, well, is sure, that, no, we haven't even played a, yeah, a, a. We have a roster that has two starting forwards over the age of 30, with Lamar Nagel the third forward over the age of 40, with a kid named Adekoy as the backup, and like we need more depth than that. One of the things yeah. I like to do is I like to just look at teams spot for spot. And I have to look at the starting forward for Toronto. They're better than our starting forward. Starting forward for uh, Atlanta, better than our starting forward. Starting forward for Portland, better than our starting forward. And that's our competition. And so that's my issue, is that like we are not making the roster moves in order to keep up where the league is going. Like This may be the best Sounders team ever. It may be. But Atlanta, is, Atlanta and Toronto have the best MLS rosters ever right now. And we are on their level. I don't care. Like, I, there's nothing you can tell me that's going to convince me that we're on the level of Toronto and Atlanta, particularly after seeing that performance in the Cup. With, uh, with Jordan Morris healthy, it, with, without that gear in place or with that gear in place, would we be approaching that quality? I don't know. I'm, okay. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I think so. You don't even want to speculate? Uh, so if I look at this and I see, so imagine we're playing the 4 2 3 1. And we have a starting four up top of Morris, Rodriguez, Dempsey, Ladero. That's a really nice starting four. I think it's a really nice attacking four. Uh, I also like like I I have very very vivid memories of watching us get uh, dispossessed and run off the field in Toronto that I really can't shake. And so, in one of the uh, in one of the uh, Flounders B team lost tapes, we ended up. Uh, talking a little bit about a, a rotational system with uh, Dempsey and uh, having a, a, a key forward and a key attacking midfielder connecting 
uh, on the birthday, hi, honey, happy birthday. It's my wife's birthday. Sarah Kettleson, Mrs. Mathematics on Twitter, say hello, wish her happy birthday uh, a couple days late because this is coming out in a couple days. Anyway, we were talking about uh, a little bit of. Um, you were Sorry, talking about striker, uh, like striker depth yeah, and rotation. Striker depth and rotation, having a rotational system where Dempsey doesn't have to play all the minutes and 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 uh, Lodero doesn't have to play all the minutes and so on and so forth. W- what does that look like in this model now? Is you, that totally fucking broken? No, you can rotate through midfield. So like between Vicrod, Dempsey, Lodero, Alonzo, Roldan, uh, Svensson, Ship, you can... Wolfie. Uh, Wolfie, you can rotate through the midfield. You have four forwards. Will Bruin, Lamar Nagel, Adekoya, Clint Dempsey. <laughs> so Will Bruin standing on his hind legs, or his thighs strong enough to keep doing that. And I, I think it might be useful. In fact, I might duck out of the conversation for a minute to look at Will Bruin's career numbers mm-hmm. and assume that he's probably going to regress to the mean and not have as many goals as last sure. season. And so if you have Dempsey another year older, Lamar Nagel another year older, Will Bruin regressing to the mean... And then Adekoya, the kid. It's time for Adekoya to step up. He's <laughs> <laughs> Grease Lightning, right? He's the fastest kid on the pitch. And, and he is, but he's he's unpolished. And he has to be, he has to do the things where, you know, Dempsey's flips and tricks, like you said, uh, last year are, are he where he's in that space. And he can read that. And we need to be in a place where Dempsey's not occupying the same space as two other midfielders. We saw Adekoya play when we saw the Sounders play against Portland in the Open Cup. Uh-huh. That's not an MLS starting caliber forward. No. You know my wish list. Like I, I've watched Darwin Quintero destroy us in Champions League enough times to know that even at age 30, he can make a difference in this league. Mm-hmm. Slash the cash. DQ. All right. DQ. So now, is, he a, is he a TAM player or is he going to be a DP? Yeah, definitely DP. So, so looks up really fast. For, He's on like a mil and a half contract right for, now. For Bruin, 11 goals, 4 goals, 11 goals, 10 goals, 8 goals, 12 goals since 2012. 10 goals a season average. Let's just say safe. Okay. 10 a season. Is that enough? It's respectable. Is that enough? <laughs> if no. we win 10 games, one nothing. This is my point. Unless like, midfielders are scoring like crazy. No, it's not enough. I don't want to be... I, I hate... I, I already hate like how tense I feel about this and being the negative Nancy before the first game of the season. Yeah. But like this roster is flawed for the third consecutive season. We're going into the season knowing we have a roster that is deeply flawed with like a hope that like, oh, you know, transfer window is going to open up and we'll bring in three players. But like, I'm sick of that. Like, I don't pay for a half season worth of tickets. I pay for a whole damn season. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should actually start saying that and like, hey, we just want the second half of the season when the team actually gives it. Well, but then we end up starting in the middle of the slump and so on and so forth. Nobody wants that. But who who do we have? Um, we we've we've announced a couple of uh, signings over the past couple of weeks. Lamar Nagel. We, well, and Lamar Nagel is actually signed. Callum. Was it Ka- Callum Brown? Cam Brown? Ka- who's the keeper? Uh, uh, um, you don't know. I fucked it's, it up. It's our third keeper. Who cares? Honestly. I like, fucked it up the other day. I can't remember his he's name. He's playing behind Meredith. He's our third keeper. So Callie Brown. Callie Brown. And then McCrary, the right back. And yeah. then McCrary, the right back. And then Kim Ji Lee. Is that his name? Has not been announced officially yet. There's okay. just pictures of him on campus. Okay. All right. So, so Kim Ji Lee plungs into a three-man rotation with Marshall and Torres. Great. That means fewer minutes for Alfaro. Unfortunate for him. Play better. Get your minutes. Okay. McCrary comes in for mm-hmm. injured leardom. He's not Kelvin Leardham. He's not Leardham. He's a step down from Leardham. Yep. Okay. So how long's Leardham out? We don't know. Okay. We don't know. And so our acquisitions for this year are 
Waylon Francis. Uh, a backup left back. Uh huh. Marcus Fjortoft, the the draft pick from uh, <laughs> the draft <laughs> from um, college, who's going to be getting a lot ass two minutes. Yeah, we'll be yeah. seeing him here in Tacoma. Yeah, we've got well, Callie Brown. We talked about the backup keeper. Hadwala Buana. Maybe that's the kid that could be the 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 lightning rod for the team. <sighs> can he play up front? No. If he's nope. if he's a midfielder, then he's just stealing minutes from somebody else. Well, and maybe that's okay if they're rotating him like that, but again, you still need the target forwards. Magnus Ikram. This is the point. So our our, our signings are Ikram, a depth Waylon signing. Francis. Yeah. Waylon Francis, a depth, depth signing, signing. Uh, uh, a backup keeper, and McCrary. And we have three depth signings at forward. And we've lost Jordan Morris, Leardham's injured, and Alonzo has quad tightness kind of in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just sidebar. This is, this is only for uh, for for entertainment purposes. Okay. But if you go to the Sounders FC app, Alex Rodon has the swoop. You know, just the the <laughs> swoopy swoopy. I'm coming swoop, for the booty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. And it, fair point. Rodon's a new acquisition. And uh, I saw Alex uh, play in He's El Salvador. Got this one. And I would like to have. I would like to see him get a lot of minutes in Tacoma too. Like he ain't the answer. No, not, I'm not yet. Not I, yet. I'm not bailing. Like, obviously, I'm right. not bailing on the kid before. But He's like, brand new. He ain't the answer. So we don't have a whole lot of strikers. Are we just going to use one, or are we just going to go to a four-two-four? So that's the talk, right? The talk is we either go diamond. a four-two-three-one or the diamond four-four-two, and the diamond four-four-two requires two strikers. And so when Clint Dempsey is injured, that second striker is Lamar Nagel hmm. under current roster construction. That don't make no sense. Well, dur- during the during the, the preseason, it looked like they were running two separate squads: a squad with Dempsey and Wolfie together, and a squad with Ladero and Morris together. Okay, fine. There's Wolfie then. So it's got to be Wolfie now. <laughs> Wolfie and Bruin. Okay. But it, it, no, I mean, I'm just saying, not strike partners, but you know, what I'm saying, uh, I don't, I don't know if they were just midfielders. I, I think there will be some some little friendly relationships and, and some strike partners together, but maybe we have to go back to the four two three one because that's the only thing we can do with four strikers. If you tell me that Ikram's going to play 60% of his minutes up top, then I shut up, right? Then you're bringing in somebody who's going to pick up some of his Morris minutes, but like everywhere I've seen him slotted, he's playing in midfield. And so... There was uh, there was one or two games where we had him up top, like a, a, a false nine, a delayed striker in the box, and things went well, if I recall. I want him not slowing things down in the midfield. Now, can we win a game? We can win a game with possession. Win a game by not losing the ball and immediately getting countered um, with the little tiki-taki, you know, pass, 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 score. But I prefer the run and gun and catch them on the break and go and score rather than slowing it down, letting their defense set up and park the bus. And well, but you mentioned the other problem is counter- who on our team is going to get out on the counter? Cantero. This is like <laughs> I, 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 I realize that I sound like a black Andy Rooney right now, <laughs> but like we have over thirty forwards and we have no speed. And like if I can see this from like my classroom window, then like I don't know why our ownership can't see this. I'll shut up. No, no, no. I, I'm, no. I'm looking at the roster and trying to figure out how fast Callie Brown is. <laughs> It's hard to tell because his picture's now moving. He's our third string goalkeeper. Six six. Okay, so we got a couple of things coming up right now this week. We have, of course, the Santa Tecla uh, second leg. By the time this has come out, you've already you already know the result. I hope not, I, because we're playing on Thursday, and this is Monday, and I should have this out on Wednesday. 
but we'll good job guys we won three to one (laughs) that away goal that scared me but way to go boys you pulled it out you really and we advance hooray to the round of eight where we will face uh tigres chivas Chivas. Chivas, you okay. say not having a great is, year. But. So here's the thing is, but this is the frustrating <laughs> thing is, given our Champions League draw, we get to avoid America, uh-huh. Toronto, and Tigres. Yep. Like we and have the s- ideal draw and we went out and, and lost to an adult it. rec league team. Yep. <clears throat> because we, Sean Paul. in second half, we made tactical errors. We made uh, penalty errors. That was we my made... fault. That was my fault. As soon as I called him out, Bravine, fat Sean Paul, he gets two goals. <laughs> Not penalty errors, but fouling errors. Uh, you know, we got uh, Hansi, um, uh, Hansi Francis in the back there. Yeah. Uh, like, and he, then, he was pulling people down all fucking day. And the CONCACAF. Well, the CONCACAF eventually took over where you yeah. just got, you know, any reason to get stretchered off and then you get back yep. up like, hey, man, I'm a lot of back flipping on. around. Yep. Jordy Dellum is kind of a walking yellow card. Yeah. Uh, he throughout that whole game. He was just late, 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 bringing people down, tackling. Yep. Um, not gr- Ozzy for as much as everyone gives him S. He is graceful. He he gets a yellow here and there, but he's only been ejected like three times, I think. Yeah, he's the king of the tactical foul. Yeah, and, and one of those was against Dallas, where he just right, he pulled one of those uh, WWE rake the face move, <laughs> and the guy just ate it up. He's like, "Did you just touch my face?" <laughs> I'm going to yeah. die. So, Svensson didn't travel to uh, El Salvador. Do yeah, we he did. Know? He did. Svensson did play. Why am I? Yeah, he got subbed on. Svensson, That's right. You're right. Svensson played yeah. only because they were gonna. He wasn't like 100 percent match fit, and and he wasn't. Uh, they were not. They weren't gonna put him in in case uh, one of our CBs went down. They need to have to play minutes at center back. <sighs> I feel like we we, we I, made I, the right. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. I started us off on a negative foot, and I apologize to no, everybody no, no, no. in the listenership right now. You're good. Do we want to talk about LA? Well, no, I want to keep talking about Santa Tecla just a little bit and then move on to LA. I told you we won three to one. We, we made the right. So here's what I think. I Four think we aggregate. made the right tactical choices and we definitely sent the right team down given if you, if you operate under the assumption that everybody's playing well together because we sent the caliber team down to really whoop on these guys. We sent um, a worse we sent team who we needed to, to send. Right. And we made the right substitutions. We just got stupid and flat-footed and tripped up and all of these things. I want to just be a, a dick and ignore that question and ask you a different question. If you okay, mind. sure. If we beat Santa Tecla in advance to play Chivas in the next round, how do we win on Thursday night? Yeah, that's a dick call. That's a dick question. How do we win this Thursday night yep. or the following Thursday? This Thursday night. night. How do we win this Thursday night? Yeah, because Tim already against... called score 3-1. How's 3-1 go down? <laughs> How did the... oh. Okay, uh, so at Le... home... Ladero, go ahead, Tim. Ladero, yeah. Ladero, if you didn't you know, watch the game, go ahead and watch it again. You'll see Ladero takes a ball on his left foot and uh-huh. hits a 50-yard chip over the keeper. 50-yard 50 50 yard chip. From the opening whistle. The guy was... The keeper was grabbing a water bottle and uh, just <laughs> popped it right in. <laughs> no, Wait. <laughs> do you kind of see my point though like that keeper was what, a hot mess. what's the path forward the path forward is i i would start the same group well no i mean i mean this with was, one one significant exception tecla tecla was tecla was like an uh, uh no no offense to kids at pumas but tecla was uh kids at pumas in the usoc you just put your kids out there yep. and and just try not to lose the game 
Now, the second Tecla game, I home at home, I expect this is our first game of the year. I don't think we have new turf yet, uh, but that's you know, going to be maybe next year. This, this is our first gross, game, the first time people get to see the team since the raising of the Western Conference trophy. And I would like to see as many of our starting 11 players as we can. We're going to host LAFC in about four days, after three days after that. But we got to put on a good show to advance in CCL. They, they, they blow smoke and say, CCL's everything. CCL's everything. Well, then put your money where your mouth is and start a decent squad. So you're Let's saying drop, go for the fatality. Drop the first match versus LAFC if you have to advance in CCL. Because that's a tournament. And in years past, we've dropped like the first dozen games in the season. So we can still overcome that. But I, I want to win CCL. And I want to I do something that Toronto hasn't done. The stars are aligned for us to win this tournament if we can get out of our own damn way. And we can beat Club America. The stars are aligned for us to make it to the final of this tournament if we can get of our own damn way. We're not going to have to beat America and Toronto and Tigris. We're going to have no, to beat we've got to go to the final. Club America or, or Toronto, Toronto or Tigris. Yes. Which is huge. All of those things are huge. Club that America. game is, I'm going to Mexico City for that fucking game. Or wherever it's held. If. In Mexico City, in Azteca, I think we're we're of a different mind. I think uh, we'll start Dempsey instead of Morris, uh, but other than that, I think they should pretty much stick with the lineup they've got, and we'll uh, walk out of there with uh, uh, with a two one win, and then uh, I'm sorry, two one, I guess, draw an aggregate, and then we'll end up uh, kicking kicking you know, them in in extra time. In, in OT, yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. If we have to go to extra time to beat Evan Santa, <laughs> Christ on his throne on high. Are you kidding me? All right. So moving on to LAFC uh, on Sunday at 2 p.m. at CenturyLink Field. Holy cats. Um, their roster construction is a little bit incomplete. Uh, you'll hear in the interview later that they've got a, a solid 19 uh, staff signed right now. And uh, they're a little weak in the in the midfield. We are not weak in the midfield. We're weak in the striking. Uh, what does their back line look like? When our guest said that they're going to go with a four two three one, you said what? I'm like, who are your holding midfielders there? Because I don't see Spoiler it. Spoiler alert, Benny. I, is one. He, is, oh, is he not, he's not a different. Well, they said they're weak in the midfield, so they're not there. So this team has five or six really high quality players that scare me. Carlos Vela scares me, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this Pacheco kid scares me. Diego Rossi scares me. And then, like, the drop... Phil doesn't. No, Phil Haber is, is a string puller. Like, I, I, I've i seen Phil Haber play enough times to know that, like, he's never going to score the goal. On but, a well-tuned team. That's true. But the goal that gets scored is going <laughs> to gonna be created by a chance that he starts at midfield on the mm-hmm. pivot, right? Yep. I don't understand this, this roster construction at all. Maybe, like, we're talking... Walker Zimmerman headed goals on set pieces. The LAFC roster is baffling to me. Yeah, I, I don't know what Bob Riley's going to do. Honestly, well, he's going to have uh, he's going to have Latif Blessing up top because he's fast, or Diego Rossi. Maybe it's a two up top. Shit, Carlos Vela is a forward. He could be up top too. Maybe they will do a four three three. Um, if that team plays a four three three, they're going to leak goals like nobody's business. Let's hope so. But they have they have Tyler Miller in the back. All right, Tyler Miller gave up four goals versus DC. Or three goals. Three goals versus DC. 
Wow. Pretty soft goals. But I, I, I love Tyler Miller. He Like I was saying, I don't know if this is on or off. He's a great, great stop, shot stopper, but he still just needs to, to be a little bit more assertive and needs to run his back line. Now, you do have Lawrence Simon right in front of you, so maybe he could be pulling all the strings and, and telling everybody where to go and, and being a leader, and then uh, Tyler Miller can be the... Uh, Oh, the Gasperning, early Gasperning's or the early Steph Fry's where all he has to do is just be a goalkeeper and not worry about mm-hmm. anyone else. Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me now? So, gentlemen. All right. Hello, Nathan. Hello, Stephen. What are we drinking this evening? Uh, tonight's Margarita Monday. And uh, so yeah. uh, I made scratch margaritas basically, uh, the you know, one, two parts, well, one, one part lime juice, which is basically the juice from one lime. I squeezed them. Two parts uh, Grand Marnier, two parts Jose Cuervo uh, traditional, and uh, topped it off with two parts of squirt. Squirt, squirt, yeah, squirt, squirt, that. squirt. So that's, that's a, it's that's a it. lovely margarita. It is super limey, and it helps uh, helps you forget that you're still in there until you're slurring your words on the phone. Yeah. On the B2 <laughs> <laughs> There's no salt on the rim, though. Is that a, a Tim Hamilton affectation? There's salt or? on your rim. Hey. Wow. <laughs> no, I, wow. Didn't, I didn't salt the rims. I didn't salt the rims. If this was fourth period, somebody would be in the hallway right now. Oh my God. Sweet Jesus. Ham. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, what's Margarita Monday? And we've already recorded the LAFC. So, we've been, uh, we're at least one and a half, two margaritas in. Yep. We're having a good time and uh, enjoying ourselves. And LAFC is coming up on uh, Sunday. Sunday at 2 p.m. at CenturyLink Field. Santa Tecla Thursday. We've already won. We've advanced. We've advanced. <laughs> we told you all about how that was going to happen. And uh, we uh, are against a, a fairly weak LAFC team who uh, have 19 people on their roster right now. They oh, have. Can you call a team that has Carlos Vela a weak team, though? So, um, like, you know, like uh, they've got strong players, but I hope it takes midfield. more than 90 minutes to get their shit. They have play. strong pieces. Yeah. They have and, a lot of strong pieces, and once it gets together, it's going to be just fine. Yeah. They could play some really crazy over-the-top bullshit like we did in early years and really make something happen, I think. This Diego Rossi kid is apparently like 19. He may not get minutes with the senior team the entire season, mm-hmm. or he may be the starting four going the whole way. Mm-hmm. Like When I look at their roster, I don't understand. So again, I'm not a soccer genius. Uh, I don't understand how they're going to roll out... Uh, <laughs> How they're going to roll out like the preferred formation? If they're going to go with a four-two-three-one, I don't see who the two holding midfielders are. If they're going with a four-four-two, I feel like they're going to leak goals. If they go with a four-three-three, they're going to be dangerous going forward, but like terrible on defense. I, I just, it just, it's. I, I'm. I ranted earlier about our flawed roster, but like, ugh. they they need a transfer window like a mo. Yep. Oh yeah, and so do we. But um, you were talking a little bit earlier about uh, the the weakness of defense. Tyler Miller. So, yeah, their starting keeper who they signed, uh, Luis Lopez, is injured, apparently. Yep. And so that means they're going to go with Tyler Miller at goal. And, like, I, I like right. Tyler Miller. He's a nice kid. Like, I enjoy watching him play for the Sounders. But if he was playing for the Sounders last year, I was not confident we were going to win that game. Right. And he came clutch for us in when it mattered. And he's not doing that right now for L.A. Uh, and so in front of them, you're going to have – sorry, in front of Miller, you're going to have uh, Simone mm-hmm. and Walker Zimmerman. That's a pretty solid center back comparing, I guess. But then it just goes sideways from there. Like, I don't see a number six on this roster who I know really well. Uh, maybe this John Moutinho guy is. They, just, they, they, they look like a flawed, vulnerable team to me. And given the ambition of their ownership, I'm actually really glad we're getting them early. 
Like this is going to be a team that's really dangerous. Like after the transfer window, like going down the stretch. And right now, I'm glad we're getting them early. Right on. So we'll talk a little bit more about that game in just a few minutes. We have Jerry from Heart of LAFC uh, podcast, who have been running for about a year already, and uh, have a really great show down there in LA. Uh, supporters group, the thirty two fifty two, representing that and. Uh, the interview was absolutely fantastic, so we hope you will absolutely stick around uh, for that part of the show in just a few minutes. This is Steve, and you're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. We are so excited to announce the winners of our drawing for Stephen Fry signed Sounders FC2 Scarves. Welcome to Tacoma. Uh, Stephen Fry, a personalized thank you from him and from the Flounders B-Team Podcast. So uh, we're really grateful that uh, folks retweeted the show out. And uh, so we'd like to, with no further ado, announce who those winners were. Drum roll, please. First winner, of course, is John Murphy at JM underscore M-U-R-F. JM Murph on Twitter. Send us a DM and we will go ahead and get your uh, scarf to you somehow, some way. You are in Tacoma and we really appreciate you listening to the show. Second winner. Drum roll, please. Mateo's dad. Yes, that's at Rod Gunner 79, a follower and listener of the show. And we really are happy that you were one of the people drawn for this fantastic prize. If you'd like to listen to the Flounders B Team podcast, of course, go to FloundersBTeam.com and subscribe. Find us on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever quality podcasts are distributed. Don't forget to check channel253.com for other Tacoma-based podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Flounders B-Team podcast. I am here with jerry from heart of lafc on the phone how the heck are you man i'm fantastic super excited i'm going to be going down there to visit your beautiful town this coming weekend so oh. i to talk some soccer finally oh my finally. goodness um so do you, do you already have a plan for uh where you're going to pre-funk and all that good stuff you know i'm actually going to be going down there with my wife and my son i was uh i was tempted to get some media passes and actually cover the game since oh. the first one i think uh i think i'm not going to do that i think i'm going to just enjoy it as far as uh plan no i'm gonna we're gonna play it by ear we're gonna see what happens we're staying uh about uh, half a mile away from century link and so we're gonna be able to walk everywhere of course freezing we'll see how that goes but uh <laughs> should be chilly you know, we it sounds like it's gonna be kind of chilly so we'll, we'll see i think we're talking mid 40s probably by game time Oh, it should be fine. Yeah, it'll be really good. Short pants, short sleeves. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Grab yeah. your scarf. <laughs> you got scarves yet? 
Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. We have. I think that's we have an excess <laughs> of scarves actually for two years um, already. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure. One of you guys mentioned that there was going to be a Sherpa that's going to be provided to us uh, in the supporter section as well. So we should be good. Okay. Supporter Sherpa, Sherpa, yeah, yeah, yeah. to get all the way to up to 300 level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably not, but we'll call him security. <laughs> but he can help you get to those. Uh, he might be there with oxygen for you. Right on, Jerry. Oh, so your, oh. your your podcast has been going for about a year, right? About a year, yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, believe it or not. So we haven't listened to every episode uh, of the show, but uh, wh- what do you talk about for a year? Oh, you know how uh, we wish something was going on with the club. Um, so, yeah, you don't need to listen to any any other episodes up until the last one, I think we finally have some things to talk about. Okay. Uh, but no, we, we, we follow up with, uh, you know, the, the name of the show is Heart of LAFC, and the whole point of starting that is I am a part of uh, the 3252, uh, mainly the Black Army. So there's um, quite a few supporter groups that have joined together and started uh, the 3252, which is the LAFC uh, Independent Supporters Union up here. Mm-hmm. And so... Being the heart of LAFC, we think of it as the supporters being the heart and the soul of the club, um, which is what they're trying to build here. And so we did some interviews with um, some of the supporter clubs, right on. Um, get to introduce them, put them out there, as well as some of the staff. So that's what we've been doing, keeping up with any little information that we could possibly get. We've been doing Jersey Watch, hashtag Jersey Watch for a while now. <laughs> yeah, um, That is finally over. Uh, I'm sure we can talk about that as well later, a little bit later. But yeah, there's there's been plenty to cover. Um, well, sort of. Uh, you know, we just kind of <laughs> play it by ear. It it went from you know 20 minute shows to now hour to almost two hour shows. So, oh wow! Uh, finally getting some stuff to talk about. Yeah. How's your lis- listenership doing uh, with the two hour show? You know, it has dropped a little bit. I'm start I'm starting to think that we need to stop uh, rambling on. But I am getting a lot more feedback now. So oh, I actually, feedback is great. Uh, am, yeah, I've been joined uh, by uh, Mr. Joseph Sacker, who's a longtime friend of mine. He's also the president of the 3252. So he has uh-huh. a lot of insight. Um, and he's been around for ages since back in the day when the Aztecs were around. So um, here in Los Angeles, and, and as well as his dad, um, has a lot of soccer background. And, and so, yeah, we talked about uh, everything uh, that is out there right now for LSD. He has some great points of view. I have my points of view, so we go back and forth. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's been fun. It's, uh, it's, we go long though. We go a long, long time. So we're, we need to bring that down. I'm still getting, you know, getting used to this whole podcasting thing, right. even after a year. What is, uh, 3252? What's the significance? Is that a uh, zip code? Is that, uh, <laughs> longitude, latitude? <laughs> so, so 3252 is going to be the north end. The number of seats actually that are in 3252 is the number of seats that are in the section yes and also there is uh if you if you add up three plus two plus five plus two it ends up being 12 which would be the 12th man numerology oh god i love it yeah yeah what's the group that they're all about conspiracies and triangles and the illuminati Illuminati. is that some illuminati (laughs) stuff So, uh, how's the roster look right now? I know you have a couple of our players. I'm just cruising. Uh, you got, uh, what, Benny, the, the beast, Phil Haber. Not a fan. Only when he wears the uh, red, white, and blue, I suppose. But he hasn't done that in a while. Um, yeah, so we have a few of your guys, right? We have Tyler uh, Miller. We have, uh, <laughs> shoo, who do we twist have? Twist that Aaron knife, Cobar? baby. Twist that knife. You got, well, you have one yeah, of our coaches. Yeah. You have 
Uh, yeah, you and have. And then uh, Caleb Mattis was there for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And you know, you said Miller. Now we were talking. We know a little bit about our uh, the players, but I don't know if you've seen anything that has given you uh, hope or anything that has given you like uh, grief. Things that you don't want to. Uh, you don't want some of these guys to play. I mean. Wh- What's your take on just you know what does your roster construction look like regardless of our players? I mean, I we know we know Kovar and Miller and um, do you have any more than just those two? Do we? <laughs> you need you need eleven. Any, oh no, no. All right, all right, all right. So fine. we have nineteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that's uh. So you have nineteen. Uh, which more is than we started exactly, with last year. Exactly. Okay. All yeah. right. Got an extra keeper there. Yeah. So we have nineteen, and we do have uh six that haven't officially been announced that are with the club right now. Yeah. In addition to the 19. So, uh, almost there. Uh, yeah, no. And, and when you say that, I always, in the back of my mind, whenever you say, how do you feel about your roster building? I always think, or lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> so not- really, it's been, it's been really tough for us. Absolutely. And, and, uh, I think it, I don't need to say that. I think everybody, uh, can see it from, even from the outside. Uh, we're lacking in the midfield. Um, I think, uh, we also now, as we can see, finally got to see, you know, the game against, uh, Sacramento Republic. We're, I think we're missing a, a finisher, um, proper finisher to finish some of these passes. I think we had too many missed opportunities in the last game. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely a work in progress. Uh, we're no Atlanta United, unfortunately. Um, but I'm happy to report we're also not Minnesota United. So, <laughs> um, no, you, quality shade, like sir. At the- least. The yeah, first, I feel like at least we're somewhere in between. The know? first five um, signings you had is probably more than their entire uh, payroll for last year. So I think you're doing fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I feel like we'll be okay. Um, you know, we keep telling each other. I, I'm the positive podcast, you know, I guess you could say for LAFC. Um, there's uh, two other podcasts out there. Um, there's one in Spanish, and then um, there's another one in English as well. Uh, but I try to keep it positive as much as possible, but man, is it getting difficult, especially this close to the beginning of the season. We're, you know, uh, now days away, it's not even, uh, I can't even say week anymore. So it's, it's tough. Um, you, we have some great names out there. None of them, I would say, uh, completely proven as, uh, you know, within the league. There's a couple of veterans, you know, mm-hmm. we have, uh, uh, Jordan Harvey, for example, or, uh, your, your guys' favorite, it sounds like Mr. Fellhaber. Uh, but, you know, Lawrence Simon, uh, as well. Walker Shimmerman still has, uh, some, some work to do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit on the sketch side for, for us. I think that we have to trust in, in what Bob Bradley is envi- envisioning right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what we can do against you guys. Um, you know, I, I think we might end up just dropping everybody and hiring, um, San, Santa Tecla and just bringing them on board. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> just really quick, I needed to throw this out there because I'm uh-huh. not familiar at all with Santa Tecla, None but I am are, familiar apparently. with Mr. Gerson Mayen. So, uh, you know, from the Chivas USA days, just needed to throw that out there real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I'm excited to actually hear what you guys think. What, how are you guys feeling against us? You pretty pretty confident you're going to be able to take us out? We are not confident in our own team. I, I don't want to speak for you guys. I'm looking across. We're not confident that our own team could, uh, I don't know, kick a ball out of a wet paper bag at this point. But there's so <laughs> many things up in the air between injuries, between, you know, who's, 
you know, who's fit to even play and then what yeah. our, our, our rosters and what our rosters going to look like, what our formation is going to look like. I think everything will just kind of be ugly and disorganized on, from both teams, but uh-huh. you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I heard about Jordan Morris. Uh, that's not looking too good. No, uh, do not. you guys feel like that's going to affect you guys? Nah, uh, that'll be fine. Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, who, who, who's, you know, Steve, what do you think? I, 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 I think, I think five to six months, uh, without a striker. And then with the, uh, uh, the announcement from Loggerway today that they're not really looking to replace that personnel, um, is, is pretty mm-hmm. startling. I completely understand his statement with respect to morale and making sure that the, that the streak, three strikers that we do have, you know, feel like they're contributing members of the team, but they were building a system. I understand the importance of making sure that those personnel really feel important and motivated and excited. Um, but there aren't a whole lot of strikers out there, um, or we'd have signed them already. And I think that's the other, uh, that's the other reality of the situation. Nathan, you look like you might have some thoughts about mm-hmm. that. I've just been looking at the LFC roster, and uh-huh. I'm curious about your thoughts about these South American kids you have. So you brought in uh, Rodrigo Pacheco and then Diego Rossi, both of whom I think cannot buy a drink, uh, <laughs> but have pretty decent pedigrees from South America. Uh, how are they looking preseason? So Rodrigo Pacheco actually um, was with the uh, with the Lanús um, second team, so he never actually made an appearance with the Lanús first team. Okay. Um, he is 21. Um, so he can buy a drink. Oh, good. Um, and the dude can party as well. So I follow him on social media. <laughs> um, and, uh, so Rodrigo Pacheco is one of those that, uh, I'm still, I'm still not sure on. Um, I think Diego Rossi, on the other hand, uh, definitely has the pedigree to be, um, a DP in the MLS. Um, I think Diego Rossi is going to be a name that you will need, uh, be talking about at the end of the season. Uh, at least I'm hoping. I think a lot of us are. Uh, you, he, he just looks fantastic. He's, uh, fast at his feet. Um, he has a vision. Uh, with Rodrigo Pacheco, I don't think we've seen him as much as we, uh, would like to. Um, uh, unfortunately, I think for, for Pacheco, he's going to be possibly, um, loaned down to Orange County Soccer Club and, uh, we'll bring him up if we need him. Um, he is a forward or he could just end up being a, a last minute sub. Uh, it, again, Pacheco, I want to see more from him. Um, I think that there's a reason we got him. I guess we were in the news or watching a little news game. And by us, of course, I'm talking about Bob Bradley. Uh, but he was uh, watching a little news game and Rodrigo Pacheco stood out. And so they completely switched gears to who they were actually there to see. And they're like, we need this guy. So there has to have been something they saw in him. Um, we haven't been able to see it yet. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see what Diego Rossi can do. Um, I think, again, he was a captain for his uh, team. Um, in, in Uruguay, you know, and, um, it, it, he just looks player in this preseason, heard from other team, uh, play. He's just fantastic. And then if you go back and watch, uh, the, uh, Republic, it's just. You mentioned, I mean, we got onto the topic of South America, and, it, and I'm just cruising your roster and listening to your show this week. Uh, something came up and, and it's now kind of odd. Um, is MLS on purpose making it vague as to where your players are from, or do you have, uh, maybe the exception to the rule of the, the, the number of four nationals on your team. Do you have you enough know, green cards for these? Or is this scratching a, my head over this. How do you, is this, is this just an imaginary, uh, uh, you know, don't ask, don't tell policy where 
you don't need to necessarily have it. As long as you plan on getting a green card, we'll let you in. Um, next question. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually do have one. No, I honestly, no, I, I honestly, I don't know what is going on. And uh, this is something that we've been scratching our heads over. We're like, what, 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 wait. So this guy is also an international. Wait, did, so just to really quickly, if you guys are looking at a roster, so yeah. it's uh, United States, Ireland, Canada, Ghana, Uruguay, Mexico, Scotland, Canada, Honduras, Belgium, Portugal, Argentina. Uh, that that's pretty much our roster right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's we I don't know what they're doing, where they're coming from. If uh, we're getting a little bit of that. Uh, you know, that LA galaxy friendly. magic from the from the league, uh, where they just make things happen. Yeah, for us, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really curious. Uh, how does Carlos Vela look? I'm always intrigued by when in their prime players come from Europe to MLS, and I feel like there's no middle ground. Either they thrive and become world changers, or they struggle, struggle, struggle. How's he look so far? Okay, so I still haven't gotten word yet on how he's gonna be doing because apparently he left the game with an injury um i don't know how severe it was but before that i can talk about um and he absolutely looks strong i think he looks like uh like the captain uh we didn't have Laurent simon who as supporters i think we all see Laurent simon as our captain, captain. um you know the general we we uh are excited to see what he does definitely uh um, showed up in this last game i think that's uh, I mean, just as he was doing in Spain, he has a vision. He he knows where to put the ball. And, uh, he knows how to get it uh, in the back of the net. Fortunately, against Sacramento, I think that's where, as a as a club, we failed. As a squad, we we failed to put that ball in the back of the net. Except for um, Joe Joe Moutinho, who's the only one that you know, the lone scorer against Sacramento, who's also a defender. Um, you know, this game is the only thing we really have to go off of to judge some of these players, unfortunately, because it was the uh-huh. and I and I hate it's the only game that. That was actually streamed at all. So we have very little to go off of. Um, we're going into this basically with knowledge of one game and then what we've heard through the grapevine from people that were at the other three preseason games. So it's tough. It, it's tough to feel confident going into this first game against, against you guys, uh, you know, this Sunday. Yeah, you can only judge so much by preseason. Uh, like you guys were talking about, there's... There's only so much you can, you know, we've had preseason heroes that never even saw minutes on the full squad in years past. Um, mm-hmm. O'Brien White. Kevin Parsonman. You know, those guys just light things up. Uh, Pablo Rossi. You know, for for us, yes, I, I understand what you're, what you're saying. But for us, we just, we, that's on your how they're going to come together. We've seen and can judge the players based on what they've done in the past within the squad. It's completely different, different coach, different approach. Um, I'm just going by what we've seen this squad together doing, which unfortunately is not a lot. Yeah. So it's been tough. Now, are there any plans to have an LAFC 2, some sort of a developmental type program in the near future? Or is this something, I mean, obviously you got to, this is way early for that, but you're going to have to do it eventually. Do you have any uh, any USL teams that you plan on loaning players to to get minutes? For having a LAFC 2 in the future, uh, I'm not sure. Um, um, you know, it's one of those things that uh, it's hard to say now, but as of right now, the USL team that we're affiliated with is OCSC. It's Orange County. What do you know about your stadium? Have you been in there? Have you had a tour yet? Yeah, so I haven't been there in, in quite a bit. Obviously, it's changed. It's been moving really quickly. 
as of recently, I know they just installed the the pitch, so they have actual grass finally. We're not yeah. looking at dirt anymore, so that's pretty great. Um, and and I did get a tour when they were building um, the those um, uh, you know the the uh, the actual locker rooms uh, where there was no walls. Um, there was a hole in the ground where supposedly there's going to be a jacuzzi. Um, so I didn't get to actually see any of the finished stuff yet. I know that they've been doing tours consistently um, and uh, going around with camera and actually uh, putting it up on, like, streaming it on social media. So we've been able to see it kind of go from zero to where it is now. Uh, we I'm excited for the supporters bar. So we get a supporters bar in our section in the north end. Um, so that's going to be pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, that's coming along as well. But... The stadium right should be done, it sounds like, on schedule. Uh, so, so we open April 29th against you guys, by the way. Right on. For sure. We're very excited about that. No. Yeah. Um, so as far as the uh, the 3252, uh, would the supporters group, where do they come from? Are they uh, Chivas holdouts? Are they uh, are they uh, dis, dis, uh, disgruntled L.A. fans? Uh, what does that look like, LA Galaxy fans? So the six of us that remained after uh, Chivas USA was around. <laughs> all six. Um, <laughs> we're all six of us are are uh, here. Um, okay. Um, and no, but the majority of the 3252 is going to be people that are n- never were even affiliated with uh, with Chivas USA, um, and that's something that a lot of people use as i guess ammunition to banter you know and and they throw sure. it out there that it would this is uh you know this chivas usa 2 and uh uh what is what do they call it like second chance at chivas usa and um <laughs> i mean i'm happy when people believe that because if you think lafc is going to be anything like chivas usa um then we're definitely going to surprise you not with bob Bradley <laughs> you know home, re- that's for sure look, not with bob that Bradley, won't be yeah yeah, so that's not going to happen. Um, the majority of the supporters, I'm going to say, come from either, yes, like, you know, unfortunately, the other team across town, uh, they who shall not be named, <laughs> Carson, as we call them, they, uh, <laughs> they, they haven't treated supporters all that great in the past few years. Um, you know, they, they have obviously five cups to their name, and so they feel, that they don't need to uh, cater to their supporters as much. Um, and those that have stuck around is because they're true, um, you know, true supporters of that club. Um, a lot of our supporters either were let down uh, or just want to watch football uh, closer to home if sure. they are happen to be closer to downtown. Right, right. As well as people that were never, they, were even, they weren't even aware of the MLS as a league. And so uh, new to the league, uh, we see that a lot, believe it or not. For for local fans, where Carson's located, it would be like if the Sounders played in Muckleteo. It's just not a good look, and, and so LAFC is going to pounce on that market very thoroughly. LA uh, uh, LA Galaxy, while they may have five cups to their name, they certainly don't have any recent performance. The Bruce Arena experiment certainly didn't work out well, and obviously we saw how that worked out for. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, the Siggy Schmidt experiment isn't doesn't seem to be working out, and then. Uh, if I can touch on that really quick, That'd be great. I actually, I'm going to actually disagree a little bit with you on that. Think so? Um, and yeah, I think that Siggy Schmidt actually this year, uh, because you have to keep in mind he came in about what is it, like two thirds into the oh, sure, last yeah. season. Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay, so he wasn't given the reins completely until this offseason. Um, and I think that what he's done so far um, is actually going to uh, prove fruitful. I really do believe that it's, they're going to have a very competitive team. Um, and I'm actually excited for that because I want there to be a true and proper uh, rivalry, you know, rivalry yeah. between LAFC and Carson because it's it's more fun that way, man. It, when it was oh, Chivas USA versus Galaxy, that was just pitiful and really sad. I mean, mostly yeah. on our end. Especially since you, you know, shared a but, stadium, shared a locker room. Well, that was even worse, <laughs> you know. We were tenants, and, and they're tenants too, but... <laughs> Uh, well, now to the Chargers, their tenants. But, you know, for us, it's just, it's really exciting. I, w- I want there to be a good uh, balance within the city. I think that could only help the league, help us as a club as well, and keep us on our toes and make us better. Because if we find it easy to beat the team across town, then we're not going to be pushing to get better and better. Um, and True story. So I'm I'm excited to see what they can do as well. I think that they've brought on some good names, and I think Siggy Schmidt is going to, uh, and you know, bring something much. I mean, as easy as it is, it would be a lot better than 2017 for sure. Yeah, it's all fun and games until uh, Zlatan kicks you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then it's all fun and games with a headache, correct? Right? Yeah. Oh my god. So, uh, do you have any uh, <laughs> roster rumors that you're chasing down right now? Uh, what What does that look like uh, besides the 19 folks that you have uh, signed now and the what six or seven speculative or in process uh, uh, signings? What 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 else do you think? Uh, who else do you think uh, we're gonna you're, you're you're scouting or do you have any rumors? Any ideas? So, uh, one recent rumor just came up that I thought was hilarious. Um, do you guys Do you guys know who Oscar El Conejo Perez is by any chance? Isn't he like forty five years old? Isn't he a goalkeeper? He's he's a goalkeeper and he's forty five. <laughs> uh, and I believe he plays. I think he plays for Pachuca right now, um, yeah. in the Mexican league. Uh, yeah, no. That so that we were for some reason. I don't know who threw this out there. I don't know if it was his uh, his agent or what. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, you need a, you you need at least a, a two or three. Keepers, you don't necessarily need all three in the in the eighteen, but you need two or three just in case. Unless there's a an MLS pool keeper that that the league can lend you, because uh, your number one or one and a half is is injured right now. It's just Tyler Miller, right? Yeah. So we have Luis Lopez uh, who's injured, uh, Luis Baba Lopez from Honduras, and we have Tyler Miller who I believe is going to be number one um, at least for the first few games. And then we do also have Charlie Lyon who um, oh, moved yeah. up from. Oh yeah, and you guys know Charlie Lyon a little bit, right? Yeah, he uh, he was he was part of our USL team. Uh, I don't think he saw any any first team minutes, but um, yeah, no, he, yeah, he's played with us. Well, shoot, man. Um, he, he, yeah, so we're basically Seattle uh, Seattle Sounders three is what we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> well. We'll see. Well, I mean, between now and April, hopefully, uh, when we come down there, you'll have uh, a, a solidified roster, and you're going to really show us a good time. Yeah, and we'll probably by that time have taken Jordan Morris from you guys. Um, You can have him. You can take him on loan if you want. I mean, you know, he'll be he'll be chilling with some ice. He's out for the season, unfortunately. Yeah, five to six Um, months gone. So, uh, man, that's a bummer. But just really quick, we also have uh, something that just came up is Eduardo Atuesta from Colombia, and then also Andre Orta, who I think is going to be our third DP if we could finalize that. 
with Braga, but uh, Andre Orta is probably the closer one. Um, he's a midfielder, and we need midfielders, so uh, we'll see how that goes. For oh. sure, for sure. Hey, permission to uh, to reach out to you again in a couple of weeks when we travel down to, to see you. I don't, we'd love to see you again and see how the two or three, four games in the meantime have, uh, have panned out and you've met your expectations or not. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hopefully, I'll have some better answers than I have no idea. <laughs> it's it's really hard. I mean, you've got you, no one knows how this is going to work out, and anybody with a crystal ball is still going to be wrong. You have a, a bunch of players that know how to play, but that that they just have to put it together. And just stupid analogy: if you're if you're putting your dishes away from the dishwasher, you pick up a dish, you already know where it's going. But right now, you guys don't know where those dishes are going, so you kind of have to turn around and figure out. Fuck, what drawer is this going to? What cupboard is it? So you'll figure it out. Hopefully, uh, it takes you until the month of May to figure it out for me personally. But it'll all come together, I guarantee you. Do you have any guesses as to formation, uh, given uh, Bob Bradley's history and uh, the st- the staff you have now? I, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's no, and uh, no, hand four four two. It's going to be. Honestly, <laughs> Four three three, or it's going to be four two three one. You think? Did, yeah, think yeah, and I, I'm I'm heading more to four two three one. I think is what it what it's going to be. Um, he's doing some weird stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm anxious to see see how things work. I, I'm surprised that the season came back so fast. Uh, it's it's this weekend, so crap. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've we've been waiting for about four years now, so it, for us. These last couple of weeks have been a long time coming. Yeah, uh, we're excited. Honestly, I'm I'm happy that it. Everybody thought it was going to be Galaxy that we would be playing, but I'm happy that it's against you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I wish that you were a a bit healthier and and felt a little bit more secure. Yeah, especially coming back as um, you know, uh, as division champs and all that. I know that didn't end well, but I mean, the year before that it did. So congratulations yep. on that. And then hopefully, uh. I think I think I speak for everybody um, on this side that uh, that is a fan of the of the sport and a fan of MLS. That you know, uh, unless you're Carson, LAFC welcomes everybody, um, and we absolutely uh, are excited to host you guys on April 29, and uh, hopefully we'll have some some beers together sometime. For sure, for sure. If you're up here, I mean, I'll, we'll talk off the air and see if there's a spot we can hang out and. and... Uh, have a drink together. Yeah. I do have or one... at least come visit you in the uh, supporter stands. <laughs> Say hello. Yeah, that'd be great. I do have one quick question That's for you. Uh, so your jerseys are out, and there's been talk. What is YouTube to LAFC? I mean, are all your games online for free? Yeah, that would be great. Unfortunately, no, not for that ESPN. Thing, so right? YouTube TV, yeah. So YouTube TV is going to be streaming all of our uh, local games. And um, it just comes as part of the, of the YouTube TV package, uh, which is, uh, I believe, $35 a month, about to go up to $40 a month. Oh. Um, so it's been a little bit of another one of those things that, uh, you know, we're, we're trying something different. Uh, a lot of people were negative about it. There's some positives out there as well. Um, and, you know, we're going to have a, a league high of 16 uh, nationally televised games so the majority of the games we'll be able to watch um if not there was also obviously the whole mls live deal with espn plus mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so it's not it's not the end of all days but uh <laughs> we'll see how that goes I, i'm excited i actually am still weighing I'm, i have a list of pros and cons with youtube tv um you know of uh, whether i should 
sign on to it or not. Um, and this being the first season, I think I'm going to do that. And uh, maybe next time we talk, I'll, I'll let you guys know how I feel about it. Yeah, please do. I, 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 my mind was blown. I thought all your games are going to be on YouTube. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jerry with the Heart of LAFC podcast. Where can people find you, listen to you, tune in? If you want to do that, and uh, absolutely, we're, we're happy to talk to you guys and answer any questions. Um, and, and hopefully, uh, hang out with some of you in Seattle. But, uh, Heart of LAFC, pretty much on every social media outlet, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Twitter. I'm very active on there as well, as you guys know. So at Heart of LAFC and then also heartoflafc.com. Okay, great. And you're on iTunes, Stitcher, all the platforms? All of them. Yes. Absolutely. Right on. Cool. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm very happy. Right on. This is Steve and you're listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. Uh, I'm all right. I do, but I don't. I can do one part. We're I'm talking about the margarita uh, doubling up. Double fisting, baby. I yeah, should. yeah. It's a school night. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a. We got to grow it up. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Flounders B Team Podcast. This is Steve, and we had a, another couple of things happen over the weekend. One was the S2 launch party uh, where they were giving away the season tickets, giving stadium tours, looking at some maybe some future Flounders B Team venues. Uh, we'll see what that looks like. Uh, oh, yeah, no. YachtCon happened over the weekend, and uh, our very favorite, uh, Nate Bowling, was the MC for one of the cool events there. So if you're not familiar with YachtCon and you're listening to this podcast, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, anyway. Uh, it's an annual Sounders off-season gathering uh, where they have panels. There was a great panel from the Seattle Rain that I enjoyed. Uh, their coach, I, his name is Casey right now, looks... If you were going to like go to Central Casting and find an Eastern European soccer coach, that'd be him. Uh, and if you're not really familiar with what's happening at WSL, there's been a lot of turmoil in the league and a lot of... Uh, so like the Boston Breakers went away. Uh, Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City relocated to... Uh, Salt Lake City, and we lost our coach, Lauren Harvey. And so the Rain players came out and talked about the upcoming season. Uh, there's hopes for a doubleheader. When we play Portland, Sounders play Portland, the Rain uh, play Portland the same day. And so there's hopes for a doubleheader. But then I think everybody in the room kind of admitted they have no idea about any of that and how that works logistically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, would the doubleheader be in the same location like they'd play at the CenturyLink? Yeah. I think that's, well, the plan. that's what the fans were at, were calling for. Yeah. Although I was sitting next to uh, Heather, our ECS president, and she's uh-huh. like, She's like, I have a pub crawl planned out. Don't screw with this. Sidebar. How many locker rooms do we have at CenturyLink? Boys and girls probably need to be separated. Well, they won't play at the same time. You know the fucking shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like they're going to go. Ha- that would be cool, though, if they go halvesies and do like a junior. junior yeah, yeah. Uh, Reclaiming setup. my time. Left to right. Left to right. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I yield the floor to Nathan <laughs> Bowling. Uh, so the other thing that's really cool is uh, there was a players panel. Uh, for the Sounders and <laughs> the Brol Dons, uh, paneled with Garth. The Brol Dons. It's adorable. I don't know, whatever. Did but, you just make that up? Did that just happen I, right here? That's, Is that you, organic? You know damn well that's bread. Yep. Oh, never mind. So, anyway, the Brol Dons panel with Garth. And Garth broke a little bit of news. There was actually an interesting moment because uh, Schmetzer was on the panel uh, about the time the Jordan Morris news broke. Mm-hmm. And so we saw the tweets saying that Morris would be out six to nine months while Schmetzer was up. And Schmetzer kind of had hinted that there was news to come about Jordan. 
Um, and then when Garth came up, Garth talks about kind of the roster and everything. But just like, I don't know. YachtCon has a really amazing ability to make me feel good about the season mm-hmm. and make me feel good about what's coming up. Uh, that results don't. And so I'm, I'm really conflicted. And maybe like the audience here is like my, my annoyance. Like I'm really <laughs> like, excited about like the season coming back and I'm really looking forward to the season. Uh, I'm also really bothered by performance in Champions League. Mm-hmm. And like Tim's pointed out before, essentially our last two competitive games have been Toronto and Santa Tecla. And we look like hot garbage in both of them. Uh, particularly the second half of both games. Yep. And so like I'm incredibly excited about the season and have concerns as well. Second half adjustments are are problematic for Schmetz. Exhale. Sec- Positive spin. We've got a ton of talent on the team. We do have a ton of talent on the team. You know, the transfer window is still open for a little while longer. Closes in May, May 5th, isn't that the number? And, you know, there's 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 a need for a striker probably that they're not going to fill, and that's okay okay because we don't have any control over that i guess um, um yes we do well we don't not in this room the player the coaches are playing uh, the coaches <laughs> are coaching for their contract the players are playing for their contract and the gm is gming for his contract he doesn't have that u.s soccer thing to fall back on yet <laughs> so we could vote him out we could notionally vote him out and well, when I, we have david montgomery on we could talk about that process i think well, the Voting Garth out talk is crazy. It is silliness. like Garth Lagerwey is clearly the best um, GM, GM in the league. Had. If you look yeah. at best we've had for sure, yeah. Look at what we did with RSL. Yeah, there's a reason why the U.S. men's national team or U.S. soccer is looking at Garth. Like seriously, yeah. don't don't hear me saying I'm frustrated with our roster as in Garth out. Like I'm not on that moron train, but I'm frustrated with our roster. No, wait, well, hold on. So, what are we? What can Garth do for U.S. soccer? Negotiate contracts, roster construction. That's that's. Not his thing. He a could GM put GM lead scouting. Makati, I bet our, it pays better. Yeah, but no. that's the issue, right? Like, if you told me that I could, that is, like, I bet it pays better. All right, I did my next, round yachtcon. Next, no, no, no. Did bits. we finish with yachtcon? Well, what? so you did a uh, you did an event there. Oh, sure, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Jeremiah reached out to me about doing uh, egg Russian roulette, and so we had Jeremiah O'Shan and then two folks from the audience, uh, and we played egg Russian roulette, uh, which is inspired by Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, yeah, and. Uh, Frankly, had a gay old time. Uh, I hosted. Somebody called me the P.T. Barnum of Chaos. <laughs> but I think that title actually belongs to Casey of S2 fame. Yeah. And so I, I passed on it. But it was good. It was a good, really good event. And also, uh, if you're listening to this, YachtCon's a fundraiser. Like, Go to the Sound at Heart website and take a look. Uh, they're raising money for autism. Uh, for autism and uh, at Seattle Children's Hospital. And yeah, kick some money there. $11,000 they were able to raise with that event, which is... A miracle. They got fifty from me. Yeah, fifty thousand dollars. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I bought that, two tickets and I wasn't able to go, but they still got the ticket sales. So that is terrific. Just Sounders fans and podcast fans mm-hmm. that go to show up and yeah. want to donate. I mean, we we had a couple of items that we were talking about donating, but unfortunately, I think we got uh, um, we we kind of shot it didn't ourselves work out. down. Yeah, it didn't work. So, uh, but uh, you know, we certainly hope to. Uh, be able to do that sort of thing in the future as well, and 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 YachtCon and Nosadietis we'll do is our a fantastic own. model for how a community can come together. We're going to do our own podcast. Uh, uh, we are doing our fundraiser. Own it's not going to be YachtCon because <laughs> we're not that big. We're more of like Dingy. We're going to do DingyCon. Okay, we could do CanoeCon. Don't don't look up. All right, con. let's let's not stretch this out too much That's further. She said, "Hey, oh, oh." Um, <laughs> So uh, a couple interesting things happened. Um, what you said, uh, Matt Oak, uh, Garth dragged Matt Oak. G- Garth just made a great comment about like, 
Oh, I don't. Was it about his braids, right? No. So okay, there was a whole thing on Twitter. Has braids? No, about Garth Lagerway's braids. (laughs) I forget who tweeted it. (laughs) I'll look it up later on. Uh, The question was, what kind of what kind of yacht does uh, or boat does Garth have? A dreadnought. A dreadnought. (laughs) Thank you. That is some good good World War II humor right there. That is fantastic. Um, Iron sides. And so no, it was just it was, it was a good event. It was a good event. But honestly, like I'm really more curious about the S2 event because I'm a season ticket holder as you guys are, and I was able to make it. So yeah, got my way. Well, that uh, that event happened concurrently with YachtCon due to I imagine a scheduling snafu oh, they, oversight. Boo to Northwest Soccer scene for doing that to us. Don't that make was, us choose like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I I kind of thought I was going to try to make both events, but that certainly didn't work out. Because as soon as I got to S, the S2 venue at Cheney Stadium. It was a really great setup. It uh, allowed uh, so the the only entrance was right in front of the ECS sign up table, and I talked with um, I talked with uh, uh, Emily, uh, Doctor Emily, who uh, was selling the hell out of some memberships and just did a really great job. They raised a lot of money for TIFO and uh, just got people signed up. I. Uh, I think we know at least three people uh, that signed up for ECS this year. I was sitting by Heather at YachtCon, yep. and they sold 40 memberships. Yeah. Or maybe they ran out at 40 and had to get more, but yeah, yeah. They, they moved yeah. a bunch. Where, and, where in relation to the stadium are is the supporter section? Uh, the supporter section is on basically uh, along base. the right field line. If you're looking at the baseball stadium, it's, it's a no right field uh, baseline. Okay. Okay, the 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 first first, first the third baseline going out to right field. Yeah. yeah, so it's right behind the goal on first base. Yeah, so okay. where the where the uh, where the bullpen used to be. All so right. it's right there at first base, which is uh, right behind the goal in the new setup. Bro. And most of the fans are going to be down the third baseline, correct, into the uh, left field bleachers. Well, I would say the half the fans are going to be along the third baseline because uh, baseball diamonds are are set up uh, along that kind of access, baseball diamonds right? are not soccer diamonds so I'll, my seats are in section either 101 or basically the, the yeah you're in 102 102 um and we're at midfield yeah yep. mid- midfield is right you know a little bit further and than there's not going to be base. anybody beyond that's all the party bleachers and stuff right yeah. so um it's a it's a unique setup because it is a baseball diamond and they're going to install a, a soccer field onto it um, so the stadium tour was great. We went and looked up at the R bar and looked, uh, the R bar is named for the Rainiers, right? Um, and, uh, potential venue for maybe some pregame stuff we might be able to do with, uh, Flounders B team. Uh, we, uh, took a look at our seats. What'd you think of that experience, Tim? Uh, before or after you guys ditched me. We ditched <laughs> you, yeah. I feel yeah, like these two, you didn't answer your phone. You need a mediator. No, I, so <laughs> do we need to go? See I, I came buddy? in. I came in a couple minutes late. I came in like you know it was supposed to be from twelve to two. I got there about twelve mm-hmm. thirty, yeah, uh, and immediately went upstairs, got my tickets, and then came down, and I checked out my seats while y'all wandered off. But then we found Casey, uh, and y'all said, "Hey, we went up to look at the uh, R bar, like you mm-hmm. said, super fun, and it, it looks like it could be a good uh, good venue. I mean, we're gonna have a great time regardless because we're gonna bring the flavor, we're gonna bring the party." Um, I'm just hoping that there's a, a decent team on the field yeah. that can compete. The supporter section's going to have their own um, uh, their own little uh, 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 beer garden. Oh, uh, so before the game, they're going to let supporters in, and you know that uh, right field berm 
where uh, people lay out their blankets and stuff for summer baseball games. Sure. That's going to be wide open. Kind of like uh, the beer gardens down in, only. Yeah, kind of like the beer garden down uh, when we're when they were at Starfire. Gotcha. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's kind of that that feel that atmosphere. Um, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Their first game is March sixteenth. Uh, they have plenty of season tickets left, so uh, go to wearetacoma.com and get them now. That's... Are we going to be on the Doors bus? I'm probably not going to be on the Doors bus. Um, I won't be on the Doors bus on Thursday. Uh, probably not on Sunday either. Okay, um, I don't feel so we'll bad. We'll just be driving up. All right. So, do we have any pregame plans for Sunday? Are you guys doing your normal thing? I've got family. I think in we're going to do our normal central thing. Yeah. yeah. I have a speaking gig. I sound so bougie right now. I have a speaking gig on... I have an engagement. Shut up. On Thursday <laughs> that I'll be uh, speaking at, and then I'm going to basically come to the stadium. Engagement? Look, man. <laughs> so I'm basically going to roll to the stadium in a sport coat and some Oxfords and let it be. Right on. Shocking. Uh, but He's yeah. got one of those... Uh, Get yourself a hat. A Get hat, yourself a sailor hat. hat. Yeah. But anyway, on Sunday, uh-huh. I intend to go up early, and we'll definitely be at the Central Tavern, so if oh, you want yeah. come out, that's our spot in Pioneer Square. We would Square. love to see you. We're usually at the big table in the back. Yep. Yeah, come see us. Uh, we would absolutely love to see you. Um, are you there on Sunday, Tim? I'm, I'm trying. I, it's been a rough week. I've got some family in town from yeah. uh, from uh, Kangaroo Land, uh, Australia, as you uh, you you other folks uh, have heard of. Um, so I'm going to try to find six <laughs> tickets, and that's going to be tough. Um, but we'll be up in the probably up in the 300 section. <laughs> SeatGeek is is interesting to navigate. If I'm sure everyone that has season tickets or has tickets has has fiddled around with SeatGeek at one point or not. But I have posted my tickets for sale, and I'm going to try to buy six. All right. Well, that sounds like fun. So hopefully, we'll see you on Thursday and Sunday. Nate, I know I'll see you on both days. Yeah. You certainly will. Come this, on, reggaeton. This has been the Flounders B Team podcast. Uh, it's early in the season, so obviously we are having a great time. We're getting loose, and we're going to get back into form very shortly here. But uh, thank you so much to the Heart of LAFC podcast uh, for coming on the show and talking with us just a little bit ago. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Thanks so much, Jerry. Um, thank you, Tim Hamilton. Thank you, Nate Bowling. We are a Channel 253 podcast featuring such illustrious podcasts as... Illustrious. Illustrious. Drink. <laughs> if Steve says illustrious, or if you hear a dog bark, you must drink. <laughs> Taco Man podcast. I'm not Taco Man. The Nerd Farmer podcast. Move to Tacoma.com. Crossing Division. Brand new podcast with uh, Dave Jones. He's a brilliant uh, and a, actually a sexy orator. Is he illustrious? Leave Anne's man alone. Leave Anne's man alone. Speaking of Anne, Anne's not oh, on the network. Two more pods. Oh, two more podcasts. Interchangeable White Lady podcasts. And no, 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 it is Citizen Tacoma, all part of the Channel 253 network. Go to channel253.com to get all of the uh, podcasts, subscription links, and a starter pack uh, for all the best shows of some of those podcasts and uh, really uh, get into, uh, really get to know us. We're looking forward to having you listen. And thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. Next week, we will definitely have James Woolard on because we're going to the Tacoma Stars game this Friday. So we have three soccer matches this week, actually. We've got Thursday. We've got Friday, Tacoma Stars with James Woolard. Oh, boy. 
and Sunday. Holy crap. So uh, we're going to have James Woolard on. Wait, we're, Tim just remembered. That <laughs> like, this is going to be the light bulb off my head? Like, oh, <laughs> oh crap, shit. How am I going to make this happen? I forgot. Come on, stars. Okay. Daycare, grandparents. I don't know how this is going to work right. with my child. That's I'll fine. put him in an overhead compartment. Just give her a cell phone you know, <laughs> back the window of the car. All right. We've rambled long enough. Thank you so much for listening and look forward to hearing from you next week. Hey, Tide Pods, don't eat them. Are you just now figuring out this whole Tide Pod situation? No, don't, don't eat them. Not from experience, just a, a public service announcement. Tide Pods, All don't right. eat them. Don't eat Tide Pods or any other soap or soap-containing substances. This has been your public service announcement from the Flounders B-Team podcast, and we are out of here. This is Channel 253. Hey, everybody. This is Steve, and you're listening hey, to hey, How many times can I use the word illustrious <laughs> in a sentence? I used it zero times this time. I, I cut through that all the bullshit this morning. That was my fault. Hey, pound on the table again. I can't hear myself. Can you turn the bass up on my headphones? I can't no, actually. Do that anymore. <laughs>